Yo, sometimes life calls for a change. Not fake, just different. It'll show you a different way. And right now, I'm on to my different way. I can promise you this is the same span, but the reporting is over. I'd like to welcome you to the Mr. Span Official Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Mr. Span Official Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Span. This is episode number 28 of the show. And uh, yeah, man, we got a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, it's been a week since the last time I talked to you guys, man. And we're going to try to get through quite a bit of this stuff, man, in a, in a reasonable amount of time, man. I think we got about nine or ten different topics that we're going to talk about. And um, yeah, we're going to get through that stuff, right? <laughs> and I want y'all to know, like, I'll... I, I, Although your man Span is dealing with something very personal, uh, we're going to try to have fun with tonight's show. Man, We really are. We're going to try to have fun with tonight's show. But, of course, before we do that, I got to remind you guys how to get in touch with your man Span here at the Mr. Span Official Podcast to let your voice be heard. Go ahead and hit up that uh, hotline at area code 313-288-0485. This area code 313-288-0485. Leave those voicemail messages. Of course, those messages will get played here live on the show and responded to in kind. And if you're watching us here live on, uh, what's that, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, you can hit up that hotline right now, chop it up with your man Span, and uh, get your shit off, man, get your shit off, so hit us up at that area code, 313-288-0485, we really appreciate everybody who goes about the business of doing that, also, follow your man Span on threads and Instagram, my name on both of those platforms is Mr. Underscore Span, so go ahead, follow your man Span there, chop it up with your man Span throughout the week. Also, hit us up on YouTube, man. Get a, you know, subscribe to the show on YouTube. We do broadcast this show here live on YouTube. There are comments available for you guys on YouTube. So go ahead and not only subscribe to the Spare Report Podcast Network channel, but leave some comments there and let us know what you know, how you're rocking with us over here at the Mr. Span Official Podcast and the Spare Report Podcast Network in its entirety. Because all of the live shows that we do show up on the on on the YouTube channel. So we really appreciate everybody who goes over there, subscribe to the show, uh, like the show, comment on the show over there. Uh, and it doesn't cost you a dime over there to do that either, right? Uh, also, leave us a five star review on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. Those five star mm, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and or Spotify. All right. Leave us those five star reviews on iTunes and or Spotify. Those five star reviews are the ones that get right here live on the show. We really appreciate everybody who goes about the business of doing that. Doesn't cost you a dime. It's a couple minutes of your time to let everybody know why you're rocking with us over here at the Mr. Span Official Podcast and the Span Report Podcast Network. And also hit us up on our website www.thespanreport.com you can go there watch replays of the show you can vote in the polls we decided to put those polls up you can donate to the show as often as you like as much as you like and of course we really appreciate every dime over here at the Mr. Span Official Podcast and the Span Report Podcast Network and also you can copy yourself some merch over there man I think uh, our store is 35% off because we do have our store through Public. and right now because of the holidays man our, the Black Friday sales I, I guess you would say uh, everything in the store right now is 35% off man so go ahead and copy yourself some merch man get yourself a hoodie or get yourself a coffee mug 
Facebook. Uh, get yourself a, a mouse pad. Get yourself whatever you like, man, because we got a little bit of everything over there. And we appreciate everybody who patronizes us in that way, man. Real talk. But, uh, yeah, man, um, we got a lot to get into, man. We got a lot of, you know, it's like it's it's it's, it's some stuff going on in the world, man. There's some stuff going on in the world, and we're going to talk a little bit about it, right? And, uh you know, we don't have any listener feedback to get into this week, unfortunately. You know, I need y'all. I need y'all to let, like let this not be a, a one way conversation, folks. Like, right? I need y'all to let this not be a one way conversation, and like incorporate your voices. Real talk, incorporate your voices. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that. So, no excuses, <laughs> right? No excuses. But uh, of course, let's get right into the show, man. So, um, first things first, we're gonna talk about something a little light. We're gonna talk about something a little light. So, uh. Yo, the Smile Direct Club, the people that give you like the like the the like the like the what's those things called? The uh like the Invisalign braces and shit. Yeah, they went bankrupt on them niggas. Like like they went bankrupt on a whole bunch of people. Yeah, like on a whole bunch of people, they just like up and like went bankrupt. And it's it's kind of fucked up the way that they did the shit. But you know, they 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 did that. And uh so yeah, this video attached to this. So let me go ahead and see if I can pull this video up and uh see if uh yeah here we go there we go that's the one i want y'all to see all right so let's see what the hell is going on with the smile of the red club and why they are bankrupt and what they gonna do with the people who are paying these people money so let's see what's going on with these folks in our consumer watch this morning smile Direct. and we get this from cbs news let's let me make sure we do our attributions and whatnot we getting this from cbs news Rec club announced this week that it shut down operations after filing for bankruptcy in september the invisible teeth aligner uh, company also closed its customer service center leaving existing users and customers in the dark on its website the company says quote all orders that have not yet shipped have been canceled at this time and you will not receive your aligners the company also apologized to its customers cbs news reached out to smile direct club for a statement but did not hear back. And joining us now is Ashley Noel Evans. She's one of the many Smile Direct Club customers who have been uh, left without uh, their aligners that may have been uh, about to be put in the mail, that you may have had uh, some sort of uh, uh, a planned order uh, for the next several months and years. Tell us about your experience with Smile Direct Club. Overall, my experience was going really well until my treatment abruptly ended. Um, I was actually waiting on an extension for my treatment. I had sent in my impressions on the 22nd of November, and then last Saturday, obviously, found out that the company is no longer doing business. So okay, okay, so they instantly went to a customer, right? Um, first things first, I feel sorry for the customers. I really do. I feel sorry for the customers in the sense that, like, yo, they are paying for a service that they are no longer going to be getting. Um, you also have to worry about, like, Yo, so especially for someone like this young lady here, where you're in the middle of said process and the uh, the aligners are no longer going to be sent to you. So what do you do after that? Do you do like do you just hop on to another one of these services or do you uh, go to the dentist and get traditional braces in order to fix your, you know, fix your teeth? Right. Because that's essentially what this is about. This is about people who are, uh, you know, who are trying to get their teeth straightened up and that's what smile direct club was about they would they would send you aligners and every week or so i guess they would send you some stuff to like you know okay you you were using that one and now we got this new one for you for this week and then you just kept doing that and um one of the things that i thought was very interesting was the fact that they had uh recently just recently like they had a, a deal going on where if folks paid up front 
right? <laughs> if folks if folks paid up the uh, the entire cost of the plan up front, they were giving them a discount. Where okay, I think they think say like thirty to forty percent discount, and it, it's only if you paid up front. They knew they were in trouble then, right? <laughs> they had people signing up for this service when they knew they were in trouble then, and that they could possibly not be able to fulfill these orders, and yet they took that money anyway. And so the question that I would have for a lot of people, if they were dealing with Smile Direct at, the, at that particular point, was like, are they going to be able to get their money back? Essentially, because Smile Direct Club is is filing bankruptcy. So essentially, they're trying to like all of the people that they're on the hook for money. They're trying to basically say, hey, we don't got it. Hey, you just took money from me, bro. Send me my shit back, <laughs> right? If you're not going to give me my aligners, send me my shit back, okay? But let's see what else this, le- young, this young lady had to say. So, you know, the company said that it still expects people to finish their payment plans. I know how I would feel about that. I'm curious how you feel. Not great. Um, the company has a, is, has a finance company separate from Smile Direct Club called Smile Pay who does mm. take out monthly premium each month and i just don't really feel like it's fair considering i'm not going to be able to finish my treatment right yeah don't blame you one bit for that um have you been able to get word from the company have you heard from the company beyond their online statement not since um last week i actually sent in my impressions they received them on the 22nd of november and i was waiting on a new set of aligners to come in the mail so I tried to get online when I saw the news and everything has just disappeared. The app doesn't work anymore. There's no one to talk to. There is no customer service. There's there's nothing there. So essentially, this young lady is just like they, they just asked out like they didn't took her money. They're asking for more money, despite the fact that they are not going to be uh, providing any services for her. Like, I feel sorry for anybody who's dealing with these folks right now. And I also wonder how hard it's going to be. For any of the customers dealing with Smile Direct, uh, how they're going to get their money back, if they're going to get their money back, because Smile Direct is doing the whole bankruptcy thing and everything else. And like I said, just a few, not just a month ago, these they were offering forty percent discounts for anybody who was willing to pay up front for the entire pack package, knowing that they were in trouble, which is like some shady ass shit, right? Now, I'll keep it a buck with y'all. I consider doing the Smile Direct joint, right? I'm sure, like, if you're watching me right now, y'all can tell. Yeah, the boy Spans Bottom Girl is kind of bunched, right? I thought about getting braces. I really, I really did. I thought about getting braces to get these these bottom teeth that are a little bunched up in the front. I thought about getting those straightened out, right? And uh, I went to my dentist, and my dentist was like, yeah, uh, even after I had got a wisdom tooth removed, because part of the reason why my teeth were bunched up in the front was because there was a wisdom tooth that was like, instead of growing up like this, that motherfucker was doing one of these, and he was pushing the rest of the motherfucking teeth, right? So I had that wisdom tooth removed. And so uh, when the dentist was saying I wasn't a candidate for something like Invisalign or Smile Direct or stuff like that, I that's when I, you know, just didn't, you know, bother fucking with it, right? But, um... Even when I was talking about getting the braces, um, my man's was talking about taking another tooth out. Now I'm like, all right, cool. I'm thinking he's talking about taking another tooth out in the front. I mean, in, in the back, right? But nah, this motherfucker was like, nah, dog, we're going to take a tooth out in the front. And I was just like. A lot of white folk have demonstrated eloquently that they don't have no sense. He didn't have no sense in this, man. I'm like, bro, what, why you got to take it out of the front? Why we can't take it out of the back? Why I got to be gap tooth in the front in order for you to straighten the shit out in the front? Come on, man. Make it make sense to me, man. Make it make sense to me. 
You know, so I didn't want to. I I I really didn't want to have you know the whole like tooth missing and shit. Like yo, Span, you too old to be having teeth missing, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you too old to have teeth missing, bro. So at the at, at, at this point, I'm like, hey man, look, you're 43 years old. Um, maybe you should go to a, di- a different dentist and get a, a second opinion. But if I gotta have teeth missing in the front in order for me to get braces for this little this one tooth that's like growing, you know, like a little out of out of pocket. If I gotta, if I if I gotta have you know uh, like a tooth missing in the front, I don't know if I really want it. I I just don't know if I really want it. I've been I've been getting fine. I've been getting by fine without with this motherfucker all bunched in the front, right? So I don't know. I don't know. But um, no, nah, real talk. Um, I feel bad for anybody who's dealing with Smile Direct and they're still paying for Smile Direct and they can't get their teeth aligners because Smile Direct has said, not only are we gonna take your money, but we're not gonna send you no damn aligners. And also, can y'all give us some more money? Man, fuck you, bruh. Fuck you. So, yeah, man, we got that going on. Smile Direct. Out here, bankrupt. Not fixing the people's teeth. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. But, yeah, we got that going on. Also, man, we got another story here. Uh, Kid Rock, man. Kid Rock is in the news. And y'all know we are here at the, the Mr. Span Official Podcast and the Span Report Podcast Network are not fans of this son bitch, right? We have never been fans of the Kid Rock. Uh, but he's up, <laughs> he's in the news right now because apparently Kid Rock is giving up his uh boycott of the Bud Light beer and shit, right? I'll be a monkey's bare assed uncle. Yeah, man, and we got video of this shit too. So let's see what the hell's going on with Kid Rock because Kid Rock says he is ending his Bud Light boycott. And we get this story here from uh let's see, this is from uh ABC News here in Detroit, Channel 7. All right. Says Kid Rock says he's ending his Bud Light boycott. The 52-year-old artist says the brand made a mistake by partnering with transgender activist uh Dylan Mulvaney, but believes they got the message. It appears Kid Rock is changing his stance on Bud Light after the musician boycotted the company over his decision to partner with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. On former Fox News host Tucker Carlson's show on X, the site formerly known as Twitter, Rock said that at the end of the day, when you step back and look at it, wait, there's video for this, so we're going we gonna to pull up the video. Fuck all this reading shit. I mean, you know, y'all, y'all know what I mean. <laughs> y'all know what I mean. It's not fuck reading, but y'all know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. Let me pull up the video so you guys can watch right along with, with me. And uh, where is it? Where is the one? Where's the one? I know I got it. Here it is. Okay. All right. So let's see what the hell he said. Oh, hell no. This is a whole 25-minute motherfucking clip. I'm not playing 25 minutes of Tucker Carlson. Y'all got me fucked up. Okay, let me... I guess we will be doing some reading, goddammit. <laughs> I guess we will be doing some reading. Uh, it says, The 52-year-old musician became one of the most prominent celebrities to publicly criticize Bud Light and his parent company, Anheuser Bush, earlier this year after it partnered with Mulvaney. In April, the 26-year-old transgender woman touted a Bud Light can with her picture on it and said the company sent it to her as she celebrated 365 days. Days of womanhood in a video posted later online rock was seen shooting cases of the popular beer with a machine gun and saying fuck bud light and fuck anheuser-busch he told carlson that the video was his was marketing to his folks and was intended to make a statement that a lot of us aren't cool with this okay uh, but it prompted a nationwide boycott amongst, among mostly conservatives that led to a massive fall off in Bud Light sales with the brand losing its spot as the nation's best-selling beer after holding that title for more than two decades. Now, here's the thing, right? I think that for the most part, 
the people who were drinking Bud Light, conservatives probably, uh, you know, I think to some degree uh, they did the virtue signaling, right? You know, you had a whole bunch of people who they do the dumb thing, right? They go on, they go online, they'll buy some shit, right? They will go and they'll buy some shit and then they will videotape themselves while they're uh, destroying the shit that they just went out and spent money on. I wish motherfuckers would go buy my shit and go burn it. You go buy so long as you bought it. So long as you bought it and I got your money. Cool, nigga. Cool. Boycott me in that way, right? Boycott me after you done spent money on the shit that I'm selling. And then you go after you after you bought it, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I don't give a fuck. I wish y'all would boycott me in the way that y'all was boycotting uh 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 Bud Light, right? But um the interesting thing about uh Kid Rock and his supposed boycott was it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it really wasn't that long ago where Kid Rock was supposedly seen uh, enjoying a can of Bud Light. Not long after he took a machine gun to a case, a few cases that he bought to go shoot up. As a matter of fact, we got the video right here. Let's see what they talking about here in this video. Kid right Rock here. has been spotted drinking a Bud Light, something that many thought that they would never see happen again. And we want to know what y'all think about this situation down below in the comments. Back in April of this year, Bud Light partnered with transgender TikTok personality Dylan Mulvaney for an advertisement campaign. And shortly after the campaign went live, Kid Rock responded to Bud Light's decision to partner with Mulvaney by destroying several cases of Bud Light and adding, fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch, seemingly making his point very clear about how he felt. Around this time, a boycott of Bud Light took shape which the company saw a significant loss in sales over time, at one point even seeing a 23% drop in sales, also losing its place as the top selling beer in the United States and dropping even out of the top 10. Several other artists have been public about their stance on Bud Light since the controversial campaign, and Kid Rock was one of, if not the first, to speak out against the beer. And now, as I mentioned today, our story surrounds Kid Rock being spotted having a Bud Light. Yesterday on Thursday, August 17th, Colt Ford performed out in Nashville at the Sky Deck. According to TMZ, Kid Rock was in attendance at the show, watching from what appears to be Look like a Bud Light can in his hand back then, right? Look like a Bud Light can in his hand back then. <laughs> be the upper deck at the venue while drinking a Bud Light. And as you can see here from the screenshots taken from the shared video by TMZ, Kid Rock is standing with several others as they are all drinking Bud Light as well. Because it was all bullshit, man. It was all bullshit conservative virtue signaling, man. These people don't... Listen, listen, listen. I know that I, I mean my target audience is not does not necessarily have a, a shit ton of conservative listeners, and I'm 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 perfectly okay with that. Trust me, I have a very low opinion of some of you motherfuckers. I'm just do, but um, for those of you who are brave enough to listen to this show and like you know understand that some of y'all sensibilities will get clowned over here, um, yeah, this was all virtue signaling for you guys. They never really boycotted nothing it's like a, it was a focot bro like he continued to drink that watered down ass beer like he continued to drink it um i stopped drinking but like long ago only because i found out you know i found craft beers and it was like there's so many other different kinds of beers i'm like oh shit this stuff is flavorful but light is really like drinking water 
right? So if you were going to give up the Bud Light, give up the Bud Light because it tastes like water, not because the Bud Light had the unmitigated gall and temerity to uh, embrace a trans uh, uh, activist and give them a commemorative can, right? Like, how does that affect whether or not you enjoy their beer or not? That's stupid. That's just fucking stupid. So, um, yeah, man, um, Kid Rock, not only was, excuse me, it was a, a foci of the Bud Light, but also um, he never really he never really gave that shit up. And so he's saying they made a mistake. No, they didn't make a mistake. You made the, <laughs> you were never really about the boycott to begin with. You did some virtue signaling ass shit. You've always been drinking the Bud Light from the very motherfucking beginning. And then, like, you had a whole bunch of people get online with you you know to like to, to to virtue signal and then boom you know there's there's this boycott of Bud light meanwhile y'all know y'all like drinking watered down piss beer but you know it is what it is but yeah chris rock gives up the uh the foci so there's that now uh another story that we have here and we're still clowning conservatives to some degree um donald trump is selling pieces of the suit that uh he was wearing while he was getting arrested and also i'm sorry he's selling pieces of the suit in this in the mugshot (laughs) of this he was selling pieces of the suit that he was wearing of the mugshot that he took when he got arrested in georgia that's what i mean god God damn yeah that's what i that's uh, that's what i finally got it out man i finally got it out but uh yeah man we get this story here this comes out of let's see where do we get this story here this comes out of um wait we get this from sky news australia okay we get this from sky news australia so let's see what the hell sky news australia is talking about here as he's selling pieces of his suit so let's see what they got well are you having a hard time finding a gift for the hard to buy for MAGA voters on your Christmas list? I am not, because I don't have any of those. Have you drawn the office Trump fan in your Kris Kringle? Absolutely or, not. Better I don't yet, have those either. The office Trump-hating progressive. Well, guess what? I've got a gift pick for all of them. 47 all-new stunning cards, and here is the best part. I'm doing two important things for my Trump collectors. For the first time, we're creating a real physical Trump card. Purchase 47 digital cards and we'll mail you a beautiful trading card. It is an authentic piece of the suit I wore when I took that now famous mugshot. So first things first, he wants you to buy 47 digital cards in order for you to get a card with a piece of the suit that he was wearing when he took that damn mugshot. Okay. And it was a great suit. Believe me, a really good suit. It's all cut up and you're going to get a piece of it. I'll be autographing some of them. A true collector's item. This is something to give to your family, to your kids, grandchildren. With the purchase of 47 of the Trump digital. Okay, so this is one of those digital cards, right? I'm assuming this is one of those digital cards. Like, bro. Bro, if for those of you who are watching, man, look at this dude, man. Look at this digital card. This looks like, first of all, <laughs> I assume this is what he uh, he thinks he looks like, but that's not what you look like. 
That's not what you look like. It, it, it looks as though like it's like they tried to shave some years off. You know what I'm saying? They took some pounds down, you know, to try to make him slim down because he's real conscious about how he looks and he lies about how much he weighs and stuff like that. Um, it's it's it's. I'm assuming some of those other digital cards also have the um, like you know him looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger all shredded up and shit. You shredded like a julienne salad, man. Got any tips? Got any tips? Uh, you know one of those sort of things, right? But uh, he wants you to buy 47 cards, 47 digital cards, and then you can get an actual physical card with pieces of the suit that he was wearing. Okay, that yeah, this is for trading cards. You will also be invited to join me for a gala dinner at my beautiful Mar-a-Lago, my home in Florida. You've perhaps heard of it. <laughs> it was a very good suit, a genuine... Okay, 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 okay. So here's the deal, right? Um, Donald Trump is selling pieces of this suit like it's the Shroud of Turin, bro. Now, for those of you who are not uh, familiar with the Shroud of Turin, uh, the Shroud of Turin was uh, like the, uh, the shroud that they believe that Jesus Christ was uh was wrapped up in before they put him in the tomb and he you know he resurrected uh after three days right and uh, the shroud of turin supposedly has a silhouette of jesus embedded in the shroud um he's selling this to his cult fucking followers and so that they could have a piece of the dear leader right i mean let's let's keep that a buck the people who would buy this sort of shit look at donald trump as though he's a fucking deity bruh Let's just keep this all the way a hundred. Let's keep it all the way a hundred. This is like okay, we got some we got some comments here in the chat room. Let's GS28 says uh he says uh to maggots, this is the touring shroud. Exactly. Exactly. This is the touring shroud for a lot of them, man. Like they and they would pay money in order to have this. Every time I see somebody uh, who was a very devout, a very devout Trump supporter, man. They like they use it's, it's, it's as if being a Trump supporter is a part of their fucking personality. Right now, here's the deal. Right. I am someone who was a very big Barack Obama supporter. Real talk. I have a couple of T-shirts in support of Barack Obama. As a matter of fact, one of the T-shirts that I had, I wore this shit to work the day after the inaugural. I mean, the day after the election when Donald Trump won, I wore this shit to work and I wanted motherfuckers to know I didn't approve of the fact that Donald Trump won that goddamn election. And it was a shirt with Barack Obama that said, you guys going to miss me, <laughs> right? You're going to miss me. And I have a shirt like that. But you don't see any Obama decals on my car, man. You don't see any Obama flags on my car. You don't see any Obama, like, you know, flags in my on my home or stickers or 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 post none of that shit right i'm a i'm i'm a i'm a, I'm a supporter of barack obama i'm a supporter of, of, of joe biden however excuse me i'm not so much into their into them like that to where i have to let everybody know at every waking moment that this is who i'm supporting trump supporters have this thing where it's like, yo, you see motherfuckers with pickup trucks with Trump flags flying behind them and shit. They got decals on their cars. They got bumper stickers, man. They are they they can't wait to let you know that they are a Trump supporter, bro. It is a fucking like personality trait for a lot of them. And so here's the deal. We know that Donald Trump. The only reason that he's running for president at this particular moment is to keep his ass out of jail, 
right? That is the only reason this motherfucker is running. He decided to start running two years, two entire fucking years before the presidential election, right? And the reason why he did that was because he also knew that there were going to be investigations into his ass, that they were going to not like you got the one that's going on in Georgia. You got the one that's going, you got a couple of them in New York. You got the, uh, the Stormy Daniels, uh, you know, uh, um, money thing going on and then you got the uh the the thing with his uh, his businesses where he was inflating the uh the value of his properties and stuff like that in new york then you got the january 6th shit and then you got the uh you got the georgia case you got all these different cases going on he's got 91 felony counts and the reason why he jumped into the presidential race was so that he could say that all of these investigations will be political right that's the entire reason why he even jumped into the race as early as he did, so that he could say that all of these things were political persecution because he's a presidential candidate. That's the only reason why he did it. So for this dude now to have these cases right now, and here's the other part about this is, is very interesting. A lot of the people who were doing things on behalf of Donald Trump are doing a lot of the crooked shit on behalf of Donald Trump. You see Rudy Giuliani has just been uh, – uh, put on the hook for $148 million for what he went around saying about Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss down in Georgia, right? $148 million civil judgment against Rudy Giuliani. He did that shit on behalf of Donald Trump. Now, Rudy Giuliani is about to face fucking financial ruin because he was out here doing shit on behalf of Donald Trump. You know why Donald Trump is able to get away with a lot of this shit? Is because you will have people willing to pay to buy pieces of his fucking suit <laughs> from a from him being indicted in Georgia, right? There's a lot of people spending money on behalf of Donald Trump to keep his ass out of jail, right? A lot of the donation money to his campaign goes to his legal defense fund, man. He's not spending all of that money on the presidential campaign. He's paying off his lawyers on that money, right? Now, the other people who were, of course, like I said, who were involved in a lot of the criminality that Donald Trump had going on, a lot of these other people are flipping because, hey, Donald Trump ain't sharing that money with them. He is not sharing that money at all. That'll be a monkey's bare-assed uncle. And then they found out that Donald Trump was not going to share that money. I mean, you know, I don't understand why they didn't know that because Donald Trump doesn't share anything and Donald Trump like I mean he's already bankrupt six times bankrupt six businesses like come on what the fuck right but they found out later that they were not going to be able to partake in some of this money that Donald Trump is able to generate and so yeah man he's able to kind of float on the fact that people are willing to send him money but these other people are not able to do that and so yeah man this right here is yet another part of the grift where he's going to sell you motherfuckers pieces of the suit that he was wearing when he got rightfully fucking indicted in a case where he told y'all he was being robbed of an election that he knew he'd lost in the first fucking place. So yeah, man, it, it, it is absolutely, um, it is absolutely amazing. It is absolutely amazing to watch how Donald Trump is able to get away with so much of this stuff, man, it is, it is, it's actually, it's, it's fucking stunning to be, to be absolutely uh, honest with you. But yeah, we got that going on, man. Now, another story that we have here uh, going on, and this one here is uh, actually, is, this is really fucked up. But there's a, a woman in Ohio uh, who is being charged for the abuse of a corpse after she had a miscarriage um, in the bathroom, man. 
Yeah, man, we get this story here. Let me let me pull this up. Where did I get this story from? We get this story here from the Associated Press. I believe I have video uh, attached to this story. Let me see if I do. Let me see if I do. I believe there's video attached to this. Okay, there isn't. Okay, there isn't. So I'm going to read this story here. This comes out of the Associated Press. It says, uh, Ohio was in the throes of a bitter debate over abortion rights this fall when Brittany Watts, 21 weeks and five days pregnant, began passing thick blood clots. The 33-year-old Watts, who who had not shared news of her pregnancy, even with her family, made her first prenatal visit to a doctor's office behind Mercy uh, Health St. Joseph's hospital in Warren, a working class city about 60 miles southeast of Cleveland. The doctor said while a a fetal heartbeat was still present, Watts' water had broken prematurely and the fetus she was carrying would not survive. He advised heading to the hospital to have her labor induced so that she would have what amounted to an abortion to deliver the non-viable fetus. Otherwise, she would face significant risk of death according to records of her case. That was a Tuesday in September. What followed was a harrowing three days entailing multiple trips to the hospital, Watts miscarrying into and then flushing and plunging a toilet at her home, a police investigation of those actions, and Watts, who is black, being charged with abuse of a corpse. That's a fifth-degree felony punishable by up to a year in prison and a $2,500 fine. A lot of white folk have demonstrated eloquently that they don't have no sense. Uh, her case has, uh, was last sent was sent last month to a grand jury. It has touched off a national firestorm over the treatment of pregnant women and especially black women and the aftermath of the U.S. Supreme Court's Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization decision that overturned Roe versus Wade. Civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump elevated Watts' plight in a post on X, formerly Twitter, and supporters have donated more than $100,000 to GoFundMe for her legal defense, medical bills, and trauma counseling. Whether abortion seekers should face financial charge, face criminal charges is a matter of debate within the anti-abortion community, but post-Dobbs, pregnant women like Watts, who was not even trying to get an abortion, have increasingly found themselves charged with crimes against their own pregnancies, said Grace Howard, Assistant Justice Studies Professor at San Jose State University. Roe was a clear legal roadblock to charging felonies for unintentionally harming pregnancies when women were legally allowed to end their pregnancies through abortion, she said. Now that Roe is gone, that roadblock is entirely uh, gone. And so, um, yeah, man, it's... This is this this is this is some sad shit, um, because for one, uh, no woman should have to deal with criminal charges, especially dealing with a miscarriage. Right? There was no way that this baby would be, have been able to live viably outside of the mother, and the fact that she had unfortunately had the miscarriage in the, in, in in a toilet. Uh, I mean, I can't speak to how traumatizing that could have been for that mother but for her to face uh, uh uh criminal charges behind that uh based upon the uh the actions of republican legislatures republican active you know activist legislatures on you know what it means to have an abortion whether or not a woman should be able to have an abortion and them interjecting themselves between a woman and their doctor is fucking asinine as hell and this this is coming from a set of folk who continue to act as though they want us to they, they want us to believe a lot of Republicans and a lot of Republican and conservative leaning folk would like for us to believe that they 
want the government out of our out of, out of our lives. I want the government out of the fucking way, man. I want the government to make me. I, I want to be free, man. I'm proud to be an American, or at least I know I'm free. Like they say all of this shit. Meanwhile, they interject themselves in the most intimate of ways in a lot of Americans' lives, especially women's lives, right? Now, we know that a lot of these people, a lot of these uh, 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 pro-life, you know, pro-birth, because it's not necessarily pro-life, they're pro-birth. A lot of these pro-birth activists have no fucking plans to do anything for these children when they're here, right? They want you to have the babies, but they don't want to have the support system for these children when they get here. They're cutting back on social uh, uh, social safety net programs. They're cutting back on uh, WIC. They're cutting back on SNAP programs. They don't want you to have access to these things, and then they don't want you to have a raise of the minimum wage. Where you, if, if, if a lot of these women who are in desperate need of uh, of help, oftentimes they're you know they're low income, they're low income. And they don't have the means and the help to take care of these children. This is why abortion becomes the option that they tend to, you know, they, they tend to lean toward because they don't feel they have any other option. And then the ways in which they could take care of these children, you don't even want them to have that access either. So what then are they to do? And then not only that, when there's something that is beyond these women's control, you then go forward and try to criminalize them for something beyond their control. Make that shit make fucking sense, right? And so I would would challenge anybody who's listening to the sound of my voice right now, fellas included, man. When these sorts of things happen, when these sorts of laws are being presented, when the women in your life are dealing with possible criminal charges for a medical uh, condition or medical circumstance that they had no control over, you better make sure you take that with you into the ballot box, right? Make sure you take that with you into the ballot box because you do have control over who's the governor of your state. A lot of you do have control over who's on the Supreme Court of your state. A lot of you do have control over who's the attorney general in your state. Those are statewide offices that are voted on routinely. And if you do have an issue and a problem with how these sort of cases are being meted out post row then damn it, you need to make your voice heard. I don't want to hear from niggas who are like, yeah, you you make sure you call up into a television show or you call into a radio show or you, you know, you you voice your, your, your thoughts on, you know, Twitter or threads or any of these message boards, but you don't take your ass up to the polls and make your voice heard in a way that's most efficient, like most effective. I don't want to hear from you niggas who feel like voting has no place for you. Because voting is what got us in this particular instance to begin with, or lack thereof. Because I see a lot of apathy from a lot of people. And we can't afford that apathy right now. We cannot afford that sort of apathy in this particular moment. There's no way in hell that this woman should be facing criminal charges for having a miscarriage. No fucking way. And I mean, I... I, 
I, I I thought about the like you know the Michigan and Ohio like throwing jokes that way, but nah nah fuck that. This this is way too important for that. Real talk. If you're in Ohio and you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, make sure that you vote out the people who would advocate for a woman to get criminal charges placed upon her because she had a miscarriage. Make them pay for this sort of stupid shit. Make them pay, man. Get them the fuck up out of the paint. Get these sort of people up out of positions of power. That's real talk, man. I mean, I can't make it any more plain than that. I can't make it any more plain than that. Please, for the love of everything holy, everything good, get these sort of people to fuck about the paint, man. Real talk. But, uh, yeah, we got that going on. Another story that we got here going on, which is, you know, some, some foolishness, and we would hope that this sort of foolishness would kind of go away. But there was a 10-year-old boy uh, who had to go, man. He had to go. I'm, I'm sure any young man, any man in, this, in, in, in America can relate to this. But he had to go, and he went in public, man. But unfortunately for this young man, this young boy, because he's not a young man yet, he's 10 years old, <laughs> they not only arrested this kid, but they gave him <laughs> they gave him probation and he got to write a two-page book report on Kobe Bryant, man. Just A lot of white folk have demonstrated eloquently that they don't have no sense. Yeah, man. So let me pull this story up because this happened in Mississippi. And uh, I want to pull the video up so you guys can watch right along with me here. Uh, let me do this and let's get this cracking. But uh, hold on. Let's see. The story started on its own. I'm going to need y'all to not do that story. Okay, uh, yeah, let me share this here with you guys so you guys can watch right along with me here. And let's see what they're talking about. A 10-year-old boy has been sentenced. I'll say that again. A 10-year-old boy has been sentenced for urinating in public. We first brought you this story in August. It led to the police officer who hauled the little boy off to jail to lose his job. We were surprised today to find out the boy was ordered good on them for firing that bitch right you took a 10 year old boy to jail for pissing and i'm sure i am sure the motherfucker who locked that little boy up has also at some point in time in his life went behind a tree went behind a building and relieved himself because he had to fucking go right but you took a 10 year old boy a 10 year old boy to jail because he had to go to appear in court at all and we were even more surprised to find out how a judge decided to punish the child fox 13's walter murphy joins us live tonight in tate county mississippi walter you talked to the boy's attorney but also some people who live in that area about what happened what was their reaction yeah, guys, well, you weren't the only ones that were surprised today when that judge gave the little boy three months of probation and also ordered the little 10-year-old boy to write a two-page report about a basketball star before he'll let him be in the clear. And it's all over that incident that happened back in August when the little boy used the bathroom behind a car. I think it's crazy. I think it's ridiculous. 
I just think we should be focused on other things that are more important. Senatobians were stunned to find out 10 year old Quintavious Jones was still in hot water with the law over the bathroom break he took in August outside of his mom's car while she ran errands. Now that bathroom break led to the young boy getting arrested and a police officer losing his job for taking the child to jail. On Tuesday, a judge sentenced Jones. See, here's the other part that doesn't make sense to me, right? That little boy was arrested by a police officer. The police, the arresting officer was fucking fired behind this shit. But for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the judge decided to still continue on with the bullshit. Like a, an officer lost a fucking job behind this. And yet you hear you is with the bullshit. Now, again, these are elected officials. I'm sure this judge is an elected official. For, so for those of you in Mississippi who have a vote on this, Keep this shit in mind the next time this bitch is up for re-election. Please keep this in mind. To three months of probation and a two-page report on Kobe Bryant. I think it's absurd. It really doesn't make any sense to me. Initially, the judge suggested that Jones write a three-page paper on public decency, something this mom of three boys called hogwash. Do your boys ever urinate? Yeah, that's how they learned how to use the bathroom. <laughs> that's how they learned. That's how I potty trained them. He did not publicly expose himself. He did discreetly by the car like any other uh, boy man would do in America. The boy's attorney, Carlos Moore, says this is overreached by police. And the people we talked with here in Senatobia agree. It's more bigger issues to be concerned about, especially not concerned about a 10-year-old, you know, urinating in public. And it's unclear whether or not that two-page paper is going to be double-spaced or single-spaced, but what is clear is that there will be a civil case coming. Carlos Moore says he'll give us that information at a later date. Hey, somebody write that 10-page, that little two-page paper for that little boy and, like, let him get the fuck out of this bullshit, man. Real talk. I'll, I'll write the motherfucking paper for him because fuck this. Like, this, this is... this. Hey, man. They fucking with us on the daily, bruh. <laughs> like, the, like if if you want to be upset about some shit, like I've seen niggas be upset about um, some stupid shit, like whether Malika Andrews decides to bring up an uncomfortable situation with an NBA basketball player, and they're all up in arms about it, right? This is the sort of shit I would hope you niggas would give that sort of energy to. Real talk, this is the sort of shit that I would hope you niggas would give that sort of energy to because this young boy doesn't deserve that. He really doesn't. And for him to have to deal with the law in this way at such an early age is some bullshit. And I fought us as, you know, um, the generation that has the ability to exert our fucking influence, man. We really do. Oftentimes we choose not to. And that's the frustrating thing is that oftentimes we aren't protecting our youngins in the ways in which we should because we've allowed apathy to allow for these sorts of things to happen to the kids. And, um, yeah, man, but, like, this, this sort of shit here really, really pisses me off, man, because I hate for anybody to, do, like, mistreating the elderly and mistreating children is the quickest way to get me on your ass. Like, real talk. <laughs> don't mistreat the elderly man because they don't deserve that and don't mistreat the kids because they don't deserve it either it's on us 
to make sure that the system is not taking advantage of and mistreating those who have the least amount of means to defend themselves. It's on us, man. It's on us. So, yeah, man, we got that going on. Now, another story that we got here going on. I, I mean, real talk, a lot of these stories are pretty fucked up. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I really, like, there's nothing funny about any of this shit that I'm talking about tonight. But, like, yo, it, a lot of these stories are fucked up, and it's like, yo, man, like, there's so many things that are going on in the world that's fucked up, and I'm like, man, I be trying to find the humor in some of this stuff. But oftentimes, man, it's hard. It's hard to find the humor in some of this shit, man, because it's so, it, like, even the gallows humor is it's, it's hard, bruh. It's hard, man. Oftentimes, I just feel like, yo, man, people need to know about this going on, though, right? People need to know about some of this shit that's going on because I find myself like this. I find myself in a in a situation, and I find myself in an existence where oftentimes there are things going on in the world where I'm aware of these things, and the people around me aren't aware of these things. And so when I'm talking about these things, they looking at me like, damn, man, what the fuck are you talking about? So if you're listening to my voice right now, it's like, hey, this is why I'm thinking about these things in this way. I want you to know about these things too so that we can do things about this shit, so that we can get on our shit and so that we can collectively do something about this, right? That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But like, here's another story, man. It's kind of fucked up kind of fucked up uh we get this story here this comes out of florida because the florida high school has decided that they are going to find a uh a high school i'm sorry a florida high school was fined because they allowed a trans athlete to pe- to compete with the girls team America! yeah man this happened so let me pull this story up so uh you guys can uh let me pull this story up so you guys can see what the hell is going on let me close this here and close that there because we're done with that and we're done with that and uh yeah so let's see florida school finds sixteen thousand dollars bro sixteen and a half thousand dollars you know what that school could do with sixteen and a half thousand dollars for the students at that school um but yeah man let's see what they're talking about here and we get this story here this comes out of the associated press and uh let me go ahead and play it this is just like a single player and like not really much like a like a big deal. She should have been on the boys team. They could still be a girl, but be on the boys team, not the girls. Thank you. It was like, a law. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> it was a law. A nearly year old law that the Florida. And I'll just say this here too. Um, there, the, there's the inconsistency of talking to teens, right? Because you had the one teen that kind of understood what it was, like, yo, this isn't like that big a deal. And then you had the other teens who were just like, yo, it's a law. And it, of course, it would be a young white boy. Right. But um, I don't expect young people to get the nuances around all of this. Sometimes the young people are sometimes the young people are on it. Now, I'm not, I don't want to uh, uh, belittle young folk because sometimes the young people are on it. Sometimes the young people are on it a hell of a lot quicker than a lot of the older folks are. Right. But oftentimes you'll find that, um, you know, sometimes the young folks are just as ignorant as their parents are at home. Right. So like the it, it was it was interesting to juxtapose the first young man with those next two young men. 
Florida High School Athletic Association says Monarch High School violated when it allowed a transgender female student to play on the volleyball team. The punishment made public Tuesday. The school is formally reprimanded. The school's athletic programs under administrative probation for a year. The school must pay $16,500 in penalties. The staff must attend a compliance seminar and the school must host a compliance workshop. She could do whatever she wants with herself, but it shouldn't interfere with what everyone else is doing. The probation How sanction does put other athletic How teams under it? scrutiny. The teams and athletes will play as they normally do, district officials say, but another violation could mean a harsher penalty. Thanks to Governor Ron DeSantis, Florida passed legislation to protect girls' sports, and we will not tolerate any school that violates this law, Education Commissioner Manny Diaz tweeted. We applaud the swift action taken by the FHSAA to ensure there are serious consequences for this illegal behavior. Okay, so here's the deal, right? And I've talked about this at length on many different shows, man. Um, when it comes to transgender athletes, most people can't even name, like especially at the high school level. Most people, when they say they are against trans athletes, and mostly when they talk about this, they're talking about trans, uh, 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 you know, boys who transition to being young ladies, right? When they talk about this, they only are against it in one way, and it's usually that way, right? But also, when you ask them to point out an example of uh, a young trans person taking over uh, the sport, Four young girls, oftentimes they can't name one because they don't have, because it's so few and far in between, right? So Republicans have done a very good job of uh, 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 scaring people and making them think that this is a, a widespread problem. But more often than not, this is something that happens very rarely, right? They're playing volleyball. One player on a volleyball team, right? And you, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see because we don't have the, we don't have the statistics on this, but yo, where are the, the, where's the influx of young men who are, are saying to themselves, Hey, maybe if I just transition into being a trans woman or a trans girl, that I could get a scholarship to go play for uh, whatever college uh, as a trans girl, and I take a spot from a young lady who is a, 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 a naturally born woman or natural born girl. Uh, maybe I could maybe I could take a spot from them. I don't know too many young men who want to like transition to becoming young ladies in order to get college scholarships. Very seldom, if ever, have you heard that happening to anybody. Right to anybody. Very seldom have you heard that happen because it doesn't happen. And so what Republicans have been able to do is that they have been able to villainize and weaponize transness against young trans girls and make them as, you know, and, and, and turn them into a, a, a boogeyman, so to speak. And, and, as, as a way to hold them up against like yo we're, we're really out here protecting young ladies from young men like how how are you really doing that how are you really doing that because oftentimes many people who are who are against it can't even point to a fucking example without google and even when they do google it how many instances of this is is, is actually happening they can't really say 
it's 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 wild, man. I think a child should be able to play a sport, you know, regardless of their gender. But you know, I know a lot of parents are upset about it, and I I, I just don't get it. And the principal and the staff of the school is nothing but caring for the kids. So I mean, if they, I think if they knew about it and they were okay with it, then it shouldn't be that big of a deal. But it was. The county reassigned the principal and four others after the student's involvement came to light. That's so the county, hold on. So the county reassigned a whole fucking staff because they allowed this trans kid to play a sport. Bro, there are a hell of a lot more things we have priority or we should have priority over as opposed to who gets to play volleyball, fam? Are the test scores okay? Are the kids reading at grade level? Are they emotionally okay? Y'all are worried about fucking sports and most of this much the same way that Kid Rock with, was with the with the Bud Light. This is nothing but political fucking uh, 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 virtue signaling. It's political virtue signaling, man. They don't actually care about the well-being of these students. They don't care about whether or not young girls are like learning the, the fundamentals of not only what it means to be a volleyball player or a softball player, whatever it is, what it means to be a teammate. They don't care about that. This is about them continuing on with their political ideology. That's it. That's it, man. And they find that school $16,000. Now, again, like I said, to find a school $16,500 on something like this, you think about what $16,500 could do for the students who go to that school. How many field trips are those kids not, not allowed to go on now? How many books could that school have been able to buy with that amount of money coming out of the budget? How many, uh, uh, how many school supplies could have been bought with the money that is now coming out of that school's budget because you decided that because they allowed for one trans student to participate in one school activity that they have now, uh, uh, not only are you removing school uh, administrators, but also you're going to take money out of the budget. How is that helping the kids who are still fucking there, bruh? How? This is fucking stupid, man. It's fucking stupid, and I'm sorry, man. I this is I can't. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. I'm. I, I sit here and I watch stories like this, and I'm just like, man, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Why don't what what is wrong with them? What is wrong with them? But yeah, man, that's unfortunately in the news man that's wait, wait, wait there's more Student to this also now declared ineligible to play any sport for a year florida's transgender sports ban didn't emerge from a genuine concern for school athletics according to the group equality florida it was part of a cynical political strategy to dehumanize and scapegoat marginalized youth the issue led to protests and walkouts in support of the student last month but the debate at school is still ongoing if she or he doesn't, it is, it's, it's her fault. The other kids shouldn't get in trouble for that. We didn't do anything. It was her fault that she joined the team and did that, knowing that it was wrong. So, like, how is that our problem? Kids, man. Kids. But, yeah, we got that going on. Ignorance. Ignorance going on. But, yeah, that's in the news. Now, um, 
another story that we got here going on um, in the news is uh, Republicans have uh, gone out of their way to uh, approve an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Yeah, man. They, they, they're trying to get Joe Biden up out of the paint, y'all. They're trying to get him up out of the paint. So we got this story here. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Yeah. Here we go. This comes out of Reuters. And uh, is there a video attached to this particular story? Because, you know, we like video here. Okay. Um, we're going to continue without supporting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is video. So let me pull this video up so you guys can watch right along with your man's band. Hold on just a second. While I do this here. And uh, let's see what they're talking about. What they got going on here. Um, all right. Here we go. Let's see what they're talking about. One and the nays are 212. The resolution is adopted. The Republican-controlled House of Representatives voted Wednesday to authorize an impeachment inquiry into Democratic President Joe Biden after months of investigation that has so far failed to uncover evidence of wrongdoing by the president. Republicans have said without proof that Biden improperly traded access while he served as vice president in President Barack Obama's administration. The White House says they have no basis for an impeachment inquiry. Among the accusations from Republicans is that the president profited from his son Hunter Biden's business dealings while serving as vice president. Reuters correspondent Andy Sullivan is covering the story. The Republicans have dug up some evidence that Hunter did trade on this perception that he could provide a pipeline to his powerful father. Um, but they have not provided any evidence so far that Biden himself profited. They've hinted that they think he might have profited from his son's business dealings, but they haven't turned up any evidence. So essentially what we're dealing with here is the, there's a, um, there's an impeachment inquiry happening in the Joe Biden where uh, it's and it, it's an impeachment inquiry in search of a crime, right? It's an impeachment inquiry in search of a crime. They don't actually have a crime. They're looking for one, right? Now, here's the deal. The only reason why, and for anybody who's paying attention, any real attention to this, the only reason why Republicans are trying to find a reason to impeach Joe Biden is because they know for one, it looks as though there's going to be a repeat of the 2020 election between Joe Biden and, and, and Donald Trump. And they Republicans know that like an impeachment is a very big deal, but what they want to do is that they want to cheapen what it means to have been impeached. So if they can cheapen what it means to have been impeached, if they can say, hey, well, y'all are pointing to the fact that Donald Trump has been impeached. Well, look, Joe Biden has been impeached as well. They've both been impeached. So it's a wash, right? <laughs> They're really trying to make it a wash whether or not Joe Biden and, 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 and Donald Trump have both been impeached. When at least when Donald Trump had been impeached, the both times, the two times that he had been impeached, there was a crime that could be um, that could be uh, litigated, 
right? We know why Donald Trump got impeached the first time. We know Donald Trump got impeached the first time because there was the quid pro quo, or better yet, he was trying to influence a foreign government to give up dirt on his political opponent in search uh, in, in 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 exchange for uh, uh, arms to help them fight against Russia, right? Before Russia even uh, uh, invaded Ukraine. Because that's what it was for. He was talking to the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky. Uh, Zelensky. And he was essentially blackmailing Zelensky to like, hey, start an investigation. Give me some dirt on Biden. And I'll give you this aid for your fight against Russia. That's why he was impeached the first time. The second reason why Donald Trump was impeached was because he facilitated an insurrection on the United States fucking capital in order to keep himself in power as president, despite the fact that he lost that goddamn election. So those are two elections, those are, I'm sorry, those are two impeachments where the crime was clear. Meanwhile, from the very beginning of Joe Biden's administration, you have folks like Marjorie Taylor Greene who were trying to present articles of impeachment before the man even took the oath of office, right? They have always been trying to cheapen what it meant to have been impeached so that they could level that out for Donald Trump in the next election, right? That's essentially what this is all about. They're trying to make impeachment mean nothing so that when we do go to vote in 2024, they can say, hey, both of these guys have been impeached, so like it don't really mean a goddamn thing. They're trying to cheapen all of this shit. And so with this particular impeachment inquiry, they are still trying to connect dots that they haven't necessarily, like, how are you, like, the weird thing about this is that a lot of the, 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 the charges that they are, are uh, uh, a lot of the charges that they are um, alleging happened when he was vice president for Barack Obama, which was eight years ago. So you're trying to impeach him for some things that happened before he became president. And then they're also trying to impeach him for things that he was doing while he was a private citizen, while he wasn't even vice president, right? These were things that he was alleged to have done while he was not in a position of power, while he was not even a government employee, while he didn't have any sort of like legislative inkling, like, like nothing to do with the government whatsoever. He was a private citizen at, the, at that time. And they're trying to impeach him for that, Right. It is an, an impeachment inquiry in search of a crime. They don't have a crime for anything that he's done since he's been president of the United States. Nothing. Nothing at all. So I want people to be, I, I, I want people to uh, really, really, really take heed to what they're seeing and, and how these things are happening and why these things are happening. Because it's plain as day. A lot of these, they've even said so that we want to give ammunition for Donald Trump in the 2024 election. They said this openly. They said this openly. So let me let me let this video continue and uh, it's only like a minute or so left. Republicans have pointed to an FBI document from 2020 in which an informant claims the head of Burisma, a Ukrainian energy firm that included Hunter Biden on its board of directors, said, quote, it cost 5 million to pay one Biden and $5 million to another Biden. 
According to Representative Jamie Raskin, the top Democrat on the Oversight Committee, the FBI dropped the matter after determining there was no evidence to back it up. Burisma is at the center of another allegation from Republicans who have said Biden pressured Ukraine to remove its top prosecutor to protect Burisma and Hunter Biden from a possible corruption investigation. The defense is that Biden was calling for this guy's removal uh, as the official policy of the United States government. He was acting on behalf of the Obama administration. The Obama administration had determined this guy's bad news. We want him out of there. Biden was the messenger that delivered that. Now, certainly, you could see there might be potential for a conflict of interest here. Here's Biden pressuring a country to remove its top investigator while his son is involved with a very prominent company there. But again, they haven't turned up any evidence of a real quid pro quo. Also, Republicans have raised questions about the prosecution of Hunter Biden who has pleaded not guilty to federal charges that he lied about his drug use while buying a handgun and has been charged separately with tax evasion. And he's also been indicted on those, right? He's been indicted for the handgun. He's been indicted for uh, tax evasion. And it was, it's was it been interesting to see that how Republicans are like, yo, his indictments are in <laughs> his indictments. <laughs> Somebody being indicted for protection, right? James Comer, who was the head of the Oversight Committee for the House of Representatives, said that Hunter Biden was indicted recently because it was an attempt to protect Hunter Biden from this particular investigation. I don't know anybody anywhere who's ever thought that an indictment was a protection from shit. I'll be a monkey's bare-assed uncle. Not nobody. Not nigga, not never. Nigga, not never have we ever seen anybody get indicted as a form of protection. But, yo, man, um, they're trying to impeach Joe Biden, and... um, and it's going to get messy going into the 2024 election. I, I, like I said, I want people to be informed going into these elections, man, because we cannot and we do not have time for the bullshit. We really don't. We really don't. So we got that going on. Now, another story that we got here going on is the fact that uh, the Moms for Liberty, man, Moms for Liberty, it, 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 I'll say this, the Moms for Liberty, is a an organization that I continue. I, I will always consider them the modern day incarnation of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. Now, the modern uh, uh, the the Moms for Liberty have gone across the country and they've embedded themselves in school boards across the country, and they have uh, railed against CRT, which isn't even being taught in their schools. They've railed against DEI, which is Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, uh, and they've railed against. Uh, there being any sort of um, acknowledgement that there has been systemic racism that has happened in this country uh, and, or, or whether or not the, the, the kids have access to books that will even acknowledge the fact of like the actual history of this country. So like if you're looking for a book about the autobiography of Malcolm X, chances are the daughters of the Confederacy, I'm sorry, moms for Liberty uh, will be uh, against that. If you're looking for a book like the color purple for, you know, children in middle school age, uh, I'm sorry, those books might not necessarily be available in the school library because the moms for Liberty are against those sorts of books. And so interestingly enough, there was one teacher I'm sorry, one board school board member who's a mom who's elected because she was a part of the Moms for Liberty. As a matter of fact, she was a founder, a co-founder of the Moms for Liberty. She's elected to a school board, and yet she will refuse to 
resigned her post on the school board after her husband um, was found to have been credibly accused of sexual assault. Yeah, man, we got that going on. So let me pull this story up so we can uh, we can get to the bottom of this bullshit here. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Excuse me. And is it in CNN? Was it CNN that I got this story from? Nope, that's not it. It's not this story. That is not it. Um, oh, we I got a bunch of stories here. I didn't even get to that one yet. Ooh, I got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> got a lot of shit going on. Let's see. It's not that one. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We get this out of, uh, this is out of Axios. All right, Axios. And, uh, yeah, so we, we get the story out of Axios. It says the Sarasota, Florida school board voted Thursday to urge member. <laughs> they voted to urge her. Uh, not to get the fuck rid of her, but they voted to urge her. Uh, the Sarasota School board voted to Tuesday to urge member Bridget Ziegler to resign, saying her continued service amid an ongoing sexual battery investigation into her husband, Florida GOP chair Christian Ziegler. No, I don't want y'all fucking email alerts. Uh, would cause an irreparably harmful distraction. While symbolic, the four, four to one vote in which two members who ran on a ticket with Ziegler joined in calls for her resignation reflects how far her standing has fallen in the wake of the scandal. Only Ziegler voted against the resolution. So basically everybody on the board voted for her to remove herself and she voted like, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Um, it is about, it's not about the left. It's not about the right. It's about students, board chair, Karen Rose said, introducing the resolution. Um, it says uh, the school board administrative building was a circus leading up to the meeting with several dozen protesters hoisting signs that read ban Bridget, not books and judge not lest ye be judged inside Ziegler sat on the dais with a neutral expression as dozens of speakers lambasted her with many accusing her of hypocrisy for engaging in a sexual relationship with a woman while advancing policies that hurt LGBTQ plus students and parents like, hold up. Nigga. So they 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 got evidence that this woman is in, uh, like they have evidence that this woman has been with another woman sexually while also advancing policies that like are against LGBTQ folks. It doesn't surprise me. They're Republicans. Uh, it says Mrs. Ziegler represents the worst and most dangerous type of politician, one who will say anything, no matter how hateful, and victimize anyone that they believe they will benefit them politically. Uh, Sarasota resident Rudolph Lusick said during a public comment. Uh, Ziegler said that she was disappointed ahead of the vote, but declined to say during the meeting whether she intended to resign. At one point, she turned to the board attorney and asked about the resolution. Does this does this not have any teeth? Is that correct? Basically, she's asking, hey, could they really move me up out my seat behind this shit? And when she found out that, they, you know, like, all right, I ain't got to do nothing then, right? Um, Since a smaller contingent of public speakers came to her defense, including a, including by quoting biblical scripture against casting judgment on others. Ain't that fucking rich? Oh, my God. Ain't that rich? Y'all be out here doing the most foul shit, and now it's all of a sudden, hey, man, uh, uh, you know, 
judge not lest ye be judged. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Y'all don't believe in that shit. Uh, this is uh, the Sarasota Police Department is investigating an allegation of sexual battery against Christian Ziegler, according to an affidavit shared by Axios by the Florida Trident, which broke the news in the, of the investigation. Uh, the accuser told police in October that she had a sexual relationship with the Zieglers before being sexually assaulted by Christian Ziegler at her home without his wife present. So essentially, this almost sounds like um, y'all remember the folks, uh, the Falwells, right? Uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife. And the thing that they had going on with the pool boy uh, from Florida and like that becoming a whole thing. It sounds as though um, they were having a sexual relationship with a third party. And Mrs. Ziegler's husband was trying to like get it on without his wife present. And the old girl wasn't with it. And she accused him of like trying to force it. And she wasn't with it. Um, ironically, these are some like these are the people who come at you with the most puritanical fucking sexual you know, um, you know, um, thoughts and like, like the way it, they're so hypocritical, right? Like they, they're coming at you with some of the most puritanical sexual behavior. Like you shouldn't do this without marriage, yada, 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 yada. Meanwhile, they engage in all of the things that they say you shouldn't be involved in. Uh, is this in an, in an interview with detectives, Christian Ziegler said he had consensual sex with the victim and recorded the encounter per the affidavit. No charges have been filed and he was, he has denied wrongdoing. So mind you, these are people who claim to be Christian conservatives and that they like, like their Christian conservative values are, are what leads them and, 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 uh, 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 makes them, uh, uh, pious and it drives them throughout their day and it, it drives their political acumen and all these other things yo man you out here having sex with somebody that ain't your wife as a christian i mean i'm not here to judge i'm just saying you are the same motherfuckers who be out here saying like yo man we really need to crack down on this on, on the stuff that these kids is reading yada 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 you don't believe that shit yourself man you don't believe that shit yourself um, it says uh, Bridget Ziegler was reelected last August to the school board within with support from Governor Ron DeSantis and a conservative parent group Moms for Liberty, for which she is a co-founder. While school board elections are nonpartisan, Ziegler ran on a successful conservative ticket with board members Robin Marinelli and Tim Enos on Tuesday. Both supported the resolution calling for her to resign. So, yeah, 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 yeah. these niggas be out here telling y'all. The sexual stuff that y'all are into is deviant, telling y'all that y'all shouldn't be involved in this stuff. Meanwhile, they out here doing it on the regular, <laughs> right? On the regular. But when it comes time for them to like pay the piper for like the the shit that they're doing behind the scenes that doesn't necessarily vibe with the the the, the rhetoric the rhetoric that they've been putting forth, uh, suddenly it's like, eh, you know, uh, you know, freedom of speech you know, privacy and keep the, you know, the government out of our bedrooms and yeah, why should I resign? I you know that sort of shit. These people are complete fucking hypocrites, yo, complete hypocrites. And I need y'all to pay attention to these folks, man. So yeah, moms for Liberty, United artists of the Confederacy. <laughs> they are in the news, man. They are in the news for all of the wrong shit. Now we got another story here. This is actually kind of fucked up. Um, I saw this story and I was like, yeah, this is, this is fucked up. So, uh, Navy federal caught discriminated against, uh, potential black homeowners, man. 
Yeah, man. So we get this story here. Uh, I, I'm going to get this particular story here. This is coming out of CNN. They do have video attached to this. So I'm going to pull this video up so you guys can watch right along with me. Um, let's see what they're talking about with Navy Federal because this is some bullshit, yo. Navy Federal out here doing the wrong shit. But it really is a nice neighborhood, you know. Baba Tandi, a Kenyan immigrant turned Texas entrepreneur, knew this was his dream home the moment he saw it. It's in a highly sought-after school district that his son so desperately wanted to attend for its basketball program. So how many homes did you look at before you found this one and said this was it? We had about six, but this was the one that we, we all wanted, and we were all praying to get this one. Otandi's first choice for his mortgage was Navy Federal Credit Union. It services military members, defense personnel, choice for his mortgage was Navy Federal the largest credit union in the country. I was the CEO of my company, so I had a pretty good income. Your credit was in Oh shit. What's happening here? The 700s. Mm -hmm. You'd recently sold your house. Mm -hmm. You had had $100,000 for the down payment, which was more than 20%. Correct. I mean, what more could you ask for? CNN reviewed Otandi's financial. Okay, I think I got too many tabs. Until documents. He even had a pre-approval letter from Navy Federal in hand, but just two weeks before closing. They got a denial. They sent me a letter saying, you're sorry, but your application has been denied. Were you Stunned? Surprised? I mean, I was stunned. I was shocked. I was hurt. The denial letter listed excessive obligations in relation to income as the reason. When they denied is when we came back and said, oh, man, there's something else going on. And what did you think that something else was? A discrimination. But it wasn't just a Tandi. Thousands of other black applicants were also rejected. According to a CNN analysis of federal consumer protection data, last year, Navy Federal Credit Union only approved 48 percent. That's less than half of its black applicants for conventional home mortgages. White borrowers were approved more than 75 percent of the time. It's so, yeah, even in the year 2023, we still find um, we still find lending institutions discriminated against qualified black lenders in order for them to buy homes, right? And you know, we talk about um, you know a lot of times folks talk about the uh, the ability the ability of uh, not even so much the ability of, but uh, the um, the 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 wealth gap between black and white home, you know, uh, home, you know, the, the home, uh, what the fuck is the word that I'm looking for right now? Households, right? The wealth gap between black and white households where, uh, you know, the, the average household, uh, wealth if for black folks are like a hundred, like I want to say they said like $21,000 or something like that. And the, the wealth for, your typical white family is like $171,000, right? Oftentimes that gap is related to their ability to own a home and the value that their home is worth, right? And like that like when black families aren't able to achieve home ownership because the lenders are not taking into account 
their ability to pay. Because essentially, the only thing that they should be looking for is their ability to pay. And I'm kind of like, it's kind of like a double-edged sword when it comes to whether or not black people, whether or not we should even have, when we're filling out these loan applications uh, for, you know, home, you know, for mortgages, whether or not we should be telling these folks you're black or white or Hispanic or Asian or whatever, whether or not we should be telling them these things because it's like, yo, if I tell you this, you're just going to give me a demerit because I told you that I was black, despite the fact that I have the ample ability to pay for said home, right? It's being held against me simply because I'm black. And like, this goes back into like, I remember I read this book, uh, the color of law. And it, it goes into the history of like some of the racial covenants that a lot of these, uh, like not only just Chicago, but Detroit in, in, in other areas, man, where, uh, they were keeping black people from owning homes. But if even if you did have the ability to buy a home where you were paying more for the home than the home was worth, where if you missed one mortgage payment, then they can like take the home away from you. Where like they were uh, keeping you in certain neighborhoods and you couldn't buy homes in other neighborhoods, despite the fact that you qualified to put the homes in those neighborhoods if you had not been black. Right. And so like the fact that this shit is still happening in 2023 is disheartening for a lot of but it's also like man what the fuck right because this contributes to the lack of black wealth right a lot of the wealth that you see you know anybody in america really like a lot of it starts with their ability to buy a home and take the equity from that home and, and and place that in other places. Like sometimes folks take a home equity loan and they, they, they can put their kids through school. Sometimes they take a home equity loan and they put it right back into the house. They make improvements to the house and now the house is worth more than it was when they bought the damn thing, right? But if you can't get your foot in the door to begin with, if you can't get your foot in the door to begin with, it stunts you in your ability to move upwardly. And you're stuck in a position where you're paying rent in a place where, yeah, you can, uh, you're you're paying rent and essentially you're paying double what the place is actually worth because not only are you paying rent, but the person who owns that place is taking your money and they're paying a mortgage, but then they're also taking extra off of you for profit, right? This dude in his story came into this mortgage with $100,000 saved up to put towards a house. And Navy Federal told him he was a risk, that he had too many financial obligations, therefore they couldn't give him a mortgage. Are you out of your fuck? Are you serious, bro? Full transparency. When I bought my house, I took some money out of my 401k. I took $15,000 out of my 401k, $15,000 to buy my home. This man had $100,000, $100,000. And he couldn't get a loan from Navy Federal. And here's the other part that I think is interesting. I remember when I was going through the process of like trying to like really, like I, I really 
buckle down and like try to improve my credit and stuff. And I was, I was really educating myself on what it meant to have, what it, what it meant not only to have good credit, but how to build good credit and everything else. And the tools in which, um, and the tools in which I needed to have not only to like build it, but to maintain it. And, um, as I was going through like learning what that was, um, I was trying to figure out the most efficient way to make sure, excuse me, I was trying to go through the most efficient way to make sure that I was not putting myself in a pickle, (laughs) putting myself in a pickle. And so like the fact that this dude had a hundred thousand dollars saved up and Went through the whole, like, you know, they they put you through a bunch of shit, man. I had to send these people, you know, check stubs repeatedly. I had to send them, uh, 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 I'm getting all sorts of fucking notifications right now. God damn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I like, I had to send them, like, all sorts of, like, check stubs and, and, and bank statements. And, and, and all, like, I had to, like, back up all of my shit, all the paperwork. And for them, like, I'm sure that this brother who was the CEO of a company who had a hundred thousand dollars saved up, had the ability to like provide all this information for, and for them to still be like, yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't got enough. That's crazy. But the other part about it is while I was going through my credit journey, I had a whole bunch of people telling me, man, you really need to get Navy federal. If you're, uh, if you, if you got any, uh, sort of, um, if you got any sort of like uh, uh, veterans in your family, you know what I'm saying? Like if your grandfather was served or your uncle served, if your brother served, like you should probably get with them, man, because they got some of the best rates, man. They use some of the highest limit credit cards and all this other stuff, right? People were telling me I should get with Navy Federal. Well, like now I'm like, yo, Navy Federal really didn't fuck with y'all like that. Like they might have gave you a high limit credit card, but like, I mean, I was able to get high limit credit cards outside of Navy Federal. Um, they didn't fuck with us like that, apparently. Despite the fact that a lot of us might have qualified for some shit, they didn't really fuck with us. And that's the thing that I think really smacks people in the face, is that despite the fact that you may have, had, you, you may have been, you may have qualified for everything the Navy Federal has for you, and yet and still, you go to ask for financing to buy a home, and if you were black, chances are, over 51% of the time, they were going to tell you no. They were going to tell you no. That's fucking, that's crazy. In 2023, that's fucking crazy. It's the biggest gap among the top 50 lenders. The data also shows Navy Federal was more than twice as likely to deny black mortgage applicants than white ones, even when different variables, including income, debt, property value, and down payment percentage, were the same. I feel validated at one point, but also I feel a bit of anger because it shouldn't be happening. Two weeks after Navy Federal rejected him, another bank approved Atandi for a mortgage. Navy Federal Credit Union denied CNN's request for an on-camera interview. In a statement, it said it is committed to equal and equitable lending practices and that CNN's recent analysis does not account for major criteria required by any financial institution to approve a mortgage loan. That includes credit scores, which are not public. Navy Federal declined to provide additional data. 
We asked Navy Federal why Bob Otondi's loan was denied, but they declined to comment, citing member privacy. Yeah, CNN's analysis like does not prove discrimination, but it does show dramatic racial disparities in who Navy Federal rejects and approves for conventional mortgage loans. Yeah, it, 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 that sounds like a bunch of bullshit, man. Like, I'm sure uh, at a certain point, like, the type of people who are trying to go and buy a home are doing the due diligence of like, hey, I need to have X amount of credit score. I need to have X amount of money saved. Uh, I need, especially if they're going for the financing. Um, for Navy Federal to have a disparity that wide and to say like, yo, we're not going to say anything, uh, but we, you know, there are criteria that, we, that, that has to be met, yada, yada, yada. Are you saying that like black, Lend or black uh, people who are applying for these mortgages are forty. I'm sorry, two times less likely to have the the the, uh, the to meet the criteria that are needed for them to buy a home. And also, well, you got a situation like this dude here who's got a hundred thousand dollars already. Like, hey, I got a hundred thousand dollars already. I just need y'all to like kind of help a nigga out. Come on, man. Come on, man. So like, yeah. The Color of Law. I, I need you guys to read that book. If you're interested in buying a home right now, I need y'all to read that book because it, it, it will educate you on some of the historical aspects of how black people have been denied the access to uh, buying homes in America, man. But, uh, yo, man, that's, that's that shit is still happening, bro. Shit is still happening. And so, yeah, man, we got that going on. That's happening in 2023 going into 2024, man. America is, like, really, really 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 fucking with us uh we got a, a comment here in the chat uh gs28 says tell my man welcome to america the they essentially told dude that his debt to income ratio was too risky despite having a hundred thousand dollars hey i would have like <laughs> that's the crazy part i really want to know i know it's none of my business but i kind of really want to know how much the house was but i'm gonna be like yo um yeah uh you this is too much of a risk for us but also he found somebody who was willing to give him the, the, the mortgage for the exact same house. You know what I'm saying? And so um, it kind of, it, it reeks, man. It reeks of fucking discrimination. It reeks of discrimination. He said, I love being a veteran. So are you a member of Navy Federal though? Right? Because I'm not a veteran. I know my grandfather, both of my grandfathers were uh, were veterans. Um, I thought about joining Navy Federal because of that. And people kept telling me that. But uh, like how? like is it is it as is much is it as great as people pretend it to be let me know that man let me know that and also we got another one games and drinks says um that's crazy bro had a hundred thousand dollars i wish i came with a nigga what <laughs> nigga what i was like hey 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 nigga. when he said he had a hundred k already bro set aside like I said, bro, I took money out of my 401k and it was only $15,000 that I took out of my 401k to buy my house, bro. I wish I was able to set aside $100,000 towards buying a crib, man. And for them to have for him to have $100,000 put aside to buy a crib and to still be told no, crazy. Crazy. That's fucking insane. Then, uh, uh, okay, he's, he's part of USAA. Okay, I heard USAA is good, but a lot of folks, I've heard they're good, but a lot of folks were telling me to, like, lend towards uh, 
lean towards Navy Federal, but I don't know if I, I mean, after this, I don't know if anybody's <laughs> leaning towards Navy Federal after this, especially, you know, uh, folks of color, man. But uh, appreciate your comments here, man. Real talk. Uh, now, we got uh, a few. Let's see. Let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Oh, shit. We got one more story left, man. We got one more story left. I've been running my mouth for a little while anyway, but we got one more story left. All right. Um, and that has to deal with Kanye West, man. Kanye West is out here running his goddamn mouth again. Yeah, man, Kanye is uh is 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 surfaced again. He's uh he's been verbalizing his you know his um his dissatisfaction with the fact that uh I don't know he says he feels like he's by himself, right? And he could very well be feeling like he's by himself and be valid in that in that in that feeling. But we're gonna talk about this, and we're gonna pull this video up so we can uh, we can we can discuss this here. Let me let me take this down, and so uh, we can let me take that down so we can pull this up and see what the fuck Kanye got going on, man. Um, Kanye is ranting again, so let's see what the fuck he's talking about. These niggas is colonizers, nigga. The French own eighty percent of the banks in Africa, nigga. That's why I just met with MBS, nigga, head of Saudi. Nigga, we don't have to bow to this shit, nigga. We, okay, it's 60 million of us in America, 60 million Jews in the world. 50% of our deaths is abortion. 25% of us go to prison. Raise one hand if you don't know one nigga in prison, one nigga got locked up, and one nigga poor. Wait, raise your hand if you don't know you don't know one person got abortion. Now, now I tell you, now I tell you, if it was in a Jewish mother on Friday with no fucking, everybody raised their hands. So, but wait, wait, wait a second. But who got, but wait, wait, wait a second. Who make the hospitals though? Mm. Who, who got the hospitals? These are Zion. Okay, off top, already sound like some conspiracy theories type shit. Real talk. He's already on some conspiracy theory type shit. This nigga, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Jesus Christ, Hitler, yay. Third party, sponsor that nigga. Bring the sponsorships to that. No nigga, we not. This nigga still, <laughs> this nigga said Jesus Christ, Hitler, yay. Nigga, are you out of your, we know he's out of his mind. We know this. However, what I what I, what all off top I can tell, this off top, based on fifty three seconds of this shit, he is surrounded by a bunch of motherfucking enablers. That's what I get from this. Kanye West is surrounded by a bunch of enablers. It's sad, but that's the reality of the situation. At least that's what it looks like to me. Cause there's gonna be some niggas that feel exactly like me. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm seven. I don't give a fuck about life or death. I, I get visitation with my kids. I ain't gonna say so. Them niggas walk around like look like soccer players. They don't even fucking know. They don't even know they got the dad. The they see me come play one on nobody. They feel me, but they trying to program them. The head of Louis Vuitton, Bernard I know. Fuck you, Alexander I know. Fuck you, Francois P no. Fuck you, Dimna. Fuck you. Fuck Balenciaga. Uh, he don't went from talking about his kids to talking about all these fuck the, the heads of these fashion houses, bro. The nigga is all over the place. He's all over the place right now. It's crazy. Fuck Cedric. By the easy pot. By the easy pot. Also, <laughs> ironically enough, like some random white lady just showed up. I'm wondering how many people who look like Kanye are in that room. I wonder how many people who look like Kanye are in that room. 
I don't think there are many of them. I just don't. Yeah, and fuck the penis, nigga. All you niggas is like fucking still wearing Adidas, nigga. Don't say me shit, nigga. I'm by myself in this motherfucking room, nigga. Everybody, shut the fuck up. Hey, shut the fuck up. Let me tell you something right now. Just the fact that you ain't listening to me, it's, it's it. Ain't none of y'all niggas with me. I'm by my fucking self. Cause ain't none of y'all niggas stand up for me. And nobody stop. It's shut. Shut up. Be quiet before you get. Again. Whoever that fuck that was in the background, she said, you and God, nigga, you and God. An enabler. An enabler, bro. There are the people, like, what it appears to me, from what I'm seeing with this Kanye shit, what it appears to me is that there are a bunch of people who are around this nigga for the fact that he is Kanye. And if they can say, I've been around Kanye that's my guy. That's my dude. I'm going over to the Kanye thing right now. There are people who are uh, who get off on the clout chasing of being around someone like a Kanye who is rich, who is famous, despite the fact that he's going through a bunch of shit right now. They don't care. The fact that he's famous and that they can uh, leech off of that fame, they're all, they are completely okay with that. And being in close proximity to said fame is where they want to be. There are a bunch of people around Kanye right now. I feel it. I, I feel like this. I feel like there's a bunch of people around Kanye who will yes man everything around this dude, who will uh, 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 explain away all of the things that he's doing that is fucked up because they don't want to lose their position around him. Right. And because they don't want to lose their position around him, they enable him and they enable the worst parts of him. And because they enable the worst parts of him when he's out here fucking up, nobody is telling Kanye the real. How he's fucking up, why he's fucking up. Right. Because they get to say, I hang with Kanye. Right. They get to say that. So we guess we got some comments here in the chat room. Um, GS28 says uh, Kanye be the only one in the room. I'm like, eh, he be the only one that look like him. Absolutely. He be the only one that look like him. And uh, we get another comment here. GS28 says, uh, and man, does he hate fashion. How he hates everybody, bro. Everybody who's like kind of like, hey, man, we're not dealing with your bullshit. We're not dealing with your shit, man. Like you got some shit going on. We don't have to deal with that and we won't deal with that. But he's surrounded by people who's telling him he's the greatest, right? He's surrounded by people who's telling him he's the greatest, and that's why he goes on rants like this. And you could tell, like, these are just people. We don't know who the fuck these people are in this room, but these are people who just get off on the fact that, hey, I was hanging out with Kanye West last night, and it was live, and I got the video with him. I, I, I got video with this nigga. Despite the fact that this nigga might be having a manic episode right now, they don't care. They just get to say that they hung out with Kanye, right? It's sad, really, man. It's really sad. X out. What the like, fuck is wrong with you? You crazy? Nobody with me. Everybody here, half the motherfuckers on a check. Half the motherfuckers just here like, ha ha, laughing at jokes, laughing at the raps and shit. Man, I made these beats in my mama basement. I drew these motherfucking shoes since I was in seventh grade. Nigga, cause when I asked niggas step up, not one nigga stepped up. Not one nigga stepped up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. None of the famous niggas, Mav Carter sold me out. You know what I'm saying? 
Nobody fucking stay. Y'all saw me and see my kids. All y'all rich niggas got y'all kids in that Zion school. Fuck Sierra Canyon. My, my daughter ripped up the motherfucking couches in the house to be able to be with me right now. Y'all don't know what's going on, for real. Where y'all TikTokin' and all that shit. Y'all put up with all that shit. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm in Pop. I'm in Vegas. Like Pop. My daughter had the Tupac fucking right, t-shirt. So I'm saying, witness this shit. Visit this shit. But I don't believe in nobody but me, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Y'all don't gotta say we with you. You're not with me. No one's with me because no one's really with me. But it's just God. me and God. That's what I'm saying. And I'm still alive. Let's go. And he's you ain't post. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't post. When I couldn't see my kids, you ain't post. Yeah, he's he's all over the place. And um, yeah, man. Um, here's the deal. Like I said, I, I, I what I found out just about people over the course of the, like the last few years, man. What I found out about people is like especially when it comes to celebrity people in their proximity to celebrity is paramount to a lot of them and they will excuse a lot of shit away so long as it comes with some semblance of fame some semblance of notoriety some semblance of uh wealth or or, or money uh they will explain away a lot of shit and um uh, as you get older you start to recognize that um they don't like uh, it, it, all of that is fucked up, right? And it's unfortunate that, like, you know, I th I say this as someone who was a, a, a huge Kanye fan, bro. Um, I I I find it hard to listen to some of the stuff that I used to listen to from Kanye, considering like what Kanye has become, right? I don't place any value judgments on anybody else on if they continue to still listen to Kanye. Um, I just know it's hard for me to listen to Kanye's music now because of who Kanye has become. Um, and it's just sad that like to see him in this current state where he, uh, he appears to me to be surrounded by a bunch of people who don't care about him who only see him as a vehicle for them to have some proximity to some level of fame. And, you know, in some weird way, he sort of recognizes it, but he still finds himself surrounded by these people and the people who would be critical of the things that are going on with him, the things who would be critical of the things that he says and challenge him on the things that he's been kind of uh, propagating and promoting. Uh, those people aren't around. Those people aren't around. And so um, it's just another sad example of what Kanye West has become to me. Um, you know, like I said, he was all over the place from like talking about his kids to talking about the fashion houses to talking about uh, whether or not the, these celebrities were standing with him when he couldn't see his kids and all these other things, man. Hey, to be honest with you, a lot of those things are not our business, man. They just aren't. They just aren't our fucking business. And um, if he was serious about those things, then maybe he would take the steps towards, uh, you know, trying to foster the relationship to allow those things with not only his kids, uh, but with the children's mom, 
to happen, right? But if you're surrounded by people who are telling you you're right all the time simply because you're Kanye West and you make great music, you're not going to hear that. You're not going to hear that. So, yeah, man, it's just, uh, it's, 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 it's unfortunately uh, going to the Christmas holiday. Excuse me, it's sad to see Kanye West in this state still yet again. Um, as someone who's from Chicago, um, who knows that uh, Chicago people love Kanye West in much the same way that Chicago people love R. Kelly. You just hate to see it. Excuse me. You hate to see it. So, yeah, you got that going on. So, um, yeah, I'm almost about to get up out of here, right? I'm about to get up out of here here shortly. But uh, before I do, I, I would uh, – I want to talk to you guys for a second. I want to um, – I wanna like I, I told y'all there was some personal shit going on before the show. And I wanted to do the show um because I felt like it would be the like one, like it would be a way for me to keep my head together. But also it would be um a way for me to like properly uh honor the people that I love. And uh, about an hour before I went on, about an hour before I got on the mic, I found out that uh, I lost my Aunt Rose today to cancer. And... uh, My Aunt Rose is more like another grandma to me. In fact, when I was a kid, I used to call her Grandma Rose. And uh, I was the only kid that I knew who had three grandmas. I had my Grandma Mildred. I had my Grandma Yvonne. And I had my Grandma Rose. And uh, the reason why I had my grandma Rose is because my grandma Rose, uh, she kind of like took my mom in when she was young, uh, doing a real turbulent time in the family. And uh, when I was born, my mother was living with my grandma Rose. And I've had conversations with both my grandmother Yvonne and my grandma Rose, and I found out later why she was my grandma Rose. And my grandmother Yvonne made sure that I knew that that was also my grandmother because of how she took care of my mother. When she was young.
So I called her grandma. And uh, she had been dealing with this cancer thing for a while. And uh, I have been I've been trying to make sure that I call her every week, check up on her, see how she's doing. Uh, just let her know like what she meant to me. One of the things that I'm grateful for is that uh, last time I talked to her was Monday. And uh, we had a real good conversation. Like, uh, she told me she had, you know, she was dealing with some stuff and, like, you know, it was kind of tough. And But I was able to tell her, like, you know, I, how much I loved her. And I'm grateful for that, that I was able to tell her I was supposed to call her today. And I was debating with myself as to whether or not I was going to even be able to do the show tonight. But I wanted to because I felt like she would want me to. You know, uh, my grandma Rose is the reason why <laughs> my grandma Rose is the reason why uh, I am Johnny Taylor's grandson because she would take my mom to <laughs> those blues shows back in the day and that's how my mother met my father and that's how Get me here today, right? So she's as much responsible for me even being here as my mother and father <laughs> uh, because she was a really big Johnny Taylor fan and she always made sure to take my mother to those shows. And, you know, there's that. But uh, I would be remiss if I didn't, like, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't show her the proper love and respect here at Mrs. Span Official because, like I said, again, she's the reason why I'm here. Um, I want to show you guys a picture of her. I don't know. Can I, can I, let me see if I can maximize that. So what you guys are looking at right now is a picture of my grandmother Yvonne here. Uh, who I lost in 2020. Uh, this is my grandmother's sister, my Aunt Glenda, who we lost uh, last year. 
and then this is my my grandma Rose here in the middle. At this is this picture was taken at my wedding reception. Um, I'm grateful that they had the opportunity to see me get married. Uh, I'm grateful that uh, I've had the opportunity to try to make each and every last one of these women in this picture proud. Um, You know, when we get older, man, you know, it's like one of those things like uh, I'm 43 years old. Uh, All of the elders in my family are now gone. All of them. All of my grandparents, my parents. I mean, shit, even some of the people who are, you know, my uncles and my aunts, I like to some degree, I feel like um, we kind of contemporaries in some ways. But uh, I felt like to not do a show tonight would uh, uh, would have not been doing it right. So, uh, I know YouTube will probably flag me for this shit. And, you know, it's, uh, as you know, I mean, I guess it's all right, man. YouTube is going to have to do their thing. It's kind of funny how YouTube will probably flag me for playing my granddaddy's own shit. But, um, I feel like it would be apropos for me to play, uh, some of my, my granddaddy's music because she loved my granddaddy's music. And, uh, I want to end the show out with this here uh, because I feel like she would really like this song, man. So uh, let's see. Let me let me do this here. Yeah, here we go. I feel like she would enjoy this. And uh, yeah, we'll 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 take the copyright hit, man. We'll take it. I don't care. But I'm gonna end the show with this here, man.
y'all. It's about time for me to get out of here. Um, y'all know how to get in touch with me, man. I, I, I do that every show. I do that every show. Y'all know how to get in touch with me, man. But I appreciate everybody who's listening to me right now. I appreciate y'all for uh, tolerating me right now. But uh, uh, I will talk to you guys again soon. But until next time, fam, peace. Church on Sunday.